My name is Darian. I'm back for another week of horror, fun stuff, and other items in which I am here to discuss with you. Jason Harrell is in the house. Hello. What's going on, big fella? Oh, just singing some uh, Fat Boys and getting my Halloween on. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know which one of those things I like more. <laughs> I was never big into the Fat Boys. I was. You were. Buddy's oh, also yeah. in the house. Hey. He likes the Fat Boys. Yes. You know who my uh, late 80s East Coast rap guy was who that Cool Modi. Mm, Remember mm, him? Yeah, I can bang out tunes from him all day long. Really? Yeah, man, I think I might recognize one. Shall I? You shall. Challenge and challenge denied. I will not not oh, not while the, not while we're recording, sir. I don't want to be made fun of. I'm sure there's someone out there that's like a because you'll sound too white. Cool, yeah, exactly. Cool Modi historian that's going to be like actually. The, the, the chorus for I Go to Work goes like this, but whatever. Uh, buddy, what's up with you, fella? Oh, not much. I uh, saw Howie Mandel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, great. That's right. Did you ride your motorcycle down there? No, no, no. You we took the car. <laughs> Too hot? We took the car. Oh. Yeah. Well, whatever. You were... um, great performer, as always. It was a little benefit on um, schizophrenia. Okay. Yeah, Very so cool. it was like three comedians did that thing, and it was the first time he's performed since COVID hit. Really? Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. So uh, he says, well, you know, being that it's uh, you know near and dear to him, you know, because of his OCD issues, yeah. he's like, I-, I can't refuse, so he wanted to show. So. Nice. Great show. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it for yeah. you. Well, that's just fine then. I went to the father-daughter ball with my daughter, as promised. Did not score any digits, I've already asked. (laughs) Oh, I did. I'm just not going to admit to it. Oh, okay. I I found the water cool, the 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 quote-unquote punch bowl. (laughs) I was was, uh, lurking. (laughs) No, man, that is a fucking nightmare for fathers, dude. You get there, it's supposed to go from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. You get there, you wait in line for an easy... 20 minutes just to get inside the place. Mm-hmm. That's and not then, terrible. No, that's just the beginning, though. Then you wait another two hours, probably, to get your picture taken. Oh, my god! Which you have to pay for in advance. So you can't just be like, fuck it, I'll take cell phone pictures. So... Wow. The daughters went and danced with themselves while me and Dusty from uh, the basement... Stood in line for two hours. And then just got pictures with each other? No, we should have. We should have. We definitely yeah. should have. It's the father-father ball. That's right. I'm not, I'm not really sure if it 
turned out bad then. I mean, you didn't really have to participate. You got to just go over there and kick it with if him. If they had a bar at this place, yeah. that would have made things so much, much more fun for us. You know? But no. What do you get? Finger sandwiches and punch. Hmm. And that you is probably a already dumped all the booze in the punch bowl. There was no booze in the punch bowl. Believe With a couple me. of Mickey's. Believe me, I was hoping for it. I was <laughs> hoping for some kind of an LSD sure. ride. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. I'll take whatever you got. Give me some baby Tylenol at this point. I'll take it. Uh, it's oh man. Well, you looked great. Thank <laughs> you very much. Uh, the daughters had a great time. That's, That's all good. that matters. Um, next time, we're just going to take pictures in the backyard and leave whenever we fucking feel like it. Yeah. Instead of being held captive there for two hours, <laughs> standing in line. Dusty's fucking leg gave out on him. <laughs> yeah. Really? He's like, my leg locked up, bro. What are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know, man. I was like, nowhere near the front of the line. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> my leg's always Body giving slamming. out. How does a leg just lock up? I don't know. He's got weird knee injuries. Hmm. You know? I don't. I, he's like, dude, I don't know if I can make it back to the car. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. You got well, to walk, go, walk go around get, like a pirate all night. I'll go get the car and come pick you up. He's like, no, no. I, th- I feel like if I move around, I'll be okay. But for real, you're just literally standing there for two hours. Every, uh, I don't know, 18 minutes, you get to move four inches, and you're right back where you started. Sounds like a hoot. It is not a hoot, man. It is (laughs) much, it's similar to the DMV before they instituted the uh, text uh, program Mm -hmm. where they text you when it's your your time to show up. Yeah. the worst part about it is that you got to get dressed up for this shit mm-hmm. and sw- stand sweat. there and sweat your fucking ass off. No AC off. in there? No. Court, not kidding me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got chlamydia somehow. <laughs> I know that's a sexually transmitted disease, but I think it can be passed from you person to person. You can't catch what you already got. I'm going to blame it on the father-daughter ball. <laughs> Moistamidia. That's what it is. Other airborne diseases I can't even tell you anymore. Daughter had a good time. That's good. I'm glad she did. Uh, I'm pretty sure Dusty's daughter had a good time, too. I had uh, three finger sandwiches and enough punch to kill a small animal. (laughs) And um, I got $90 pictures somewhere. I don't even know where to find them. I got to go to some website or some shit. Nice. Uh, They're probably on a Russian uh, (laughs) uh, pay-per-view situation. I don't know. Some deep dark web Uploads directly to some kind of sex trafficking ring. Yeah, some dark web. I'm sure my daughter's being bid on as we speak. Disgusting. I have a a particular set of skills. (laughs) (laughs) Daphne. Um, I think I'm going to be taken, Daddy. It's going to be fine. I'll get I'll get back to you in a couple years. All right, you fuckers. She'll just talk their ear off and they'll ship her back. I know. They'll they'll send me in a, a letter of apology. <laughs> Dearest comrade, so sorry for daughter taking. Please take her back. Please take back. We have much pity for you. No can handle so much conversation in one time. <laughs> All right, let's do a horror show here, you maniacs. We got listener listener mail, horror news, all kinds of fun stuff lined up for you. Let's kick things off with a little bit of the horror news there, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> horror news. What do you got for me, big guy? 
All right, so I'll list uh, seven new horror movies that have recently been released. Okay. From September 20th to 25th. You ready? Yeah. All right, first up, Bloody Discussing has unleashed a Scream Box original mockumentary, When the Screaming Starts Today. The film now available for streaming exclusively on Screambox. That sounds silly. Yes. <laughs> it does, right? <laughs> Never forget tomorrow. <laughs> that sounds <Yeah>. dumb. <laughs> also available is director Scott Friend's directorial debut to the moon which plunges a young married couple into nightmare when a strange family member resurfaces it's now available on digital outlets from 1091 pictures okay it's a television series rather than a movie but don't forget that ryan murphy's new netflix project Dahmer premieres on wednesday september 21st starring evan peters as Dahmer. yeah uh, i saw one episode well we'll get into that oh, later. okay uh shutter is heading into the halloween season with a handful of brand new shutter originals one of which is raven's hollow a horror story about young edgar Allan poe I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna get into that and what are you looking at cool raven's hollow premiered on september 22nd on shutter cool a 24 continues to be the helena rain business with variety reporting this week a 24 acquired another genre movie from the director of their bodies 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 the film is entitled Instinct, described as an erotic psychological thriller. It, it actually had erotic. Yeah, yeah right? Erotic. It actually premiered back in 2019 with A24 set to make it available in North America for the first time. Okay. Uh, the biggest new release for the week is Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling, which stars Florence Pugh and Harry Styles and will be available only in movie theaters Friday. Well, it's already out in Most theaters. reviews are Pew. Pew, Pew, Pew. Pew, Pew, Pew. <laughs> A writing retreat becomes a techno horror nightmare in a sci-fi horror movie, Blank, with director Natalie Kennedy's AI-based movie headed our way this Friday, which was last Friday. Okay. Uh, Released in 1997, the Disney Channel original movie, Under Wraps, got a modern remake this past Halloween, and Under Wraps 2 is coming to the Disney Channel this weekend. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Under Wraps 2 premieres Sunday, September 25th. I I love... I was talking about my daughter earlier. Uh-huh. She is a chip off the old horror block. Mm-hmm. I love her to death. Uh, there is a goddamn high school musical thing on Disney called Zombies. Mm-hmm. And it's basically zombies being reintegrated into high school. And they don't look like zombies. They don't eat anybody. They just have green hair and they're kind of pale. Oh. And they do like choreographed dance. Mm-hmm. And in Zombies 2, they brought in a pack of werewolves. I can recite these motherfuckers uh, pretty much front to back because that's all that's on in their bedroom ever. Okay, zombies, go. zombies two, zombies three, <laughs> and now I'm sure this under wraps crap is going to be the same. It's thing. Gonna, I'm going to get a impacted colon full of that. As After well. you bust out some Kumo D, then you can sing us some of that. That's right. Okay, you betcha. <laughs> All right, so that's it of those. Um, Trick or Treat also is coming to select AMC theaters on October 21st. I did check when um, I saw Don't Worry Darling um, at Legends. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there. Okay. So they are going to bring Trick or Treat there. And that's it. That's all I got. What do you got? Jay? Nothing. But Nothing at all? Yeah, but Sarah was looking up uh, Trick or Treat. I thought um, it was like the 8th and 9th. She didn't see it playing here at all. Oh, we, I, I saw the trailer oh, except for, it. for Halloween, like it plays on Halloween night. I think. Oh, does it? Uh, I was walking around down there, and they had the posters up for it. Mm-hmm. I could have swore it said like October eighth and 9th for trick or treat. Hmm, maybe you Not could sure. be right. I don't know. Yeah. They might be. It might be you know, fucking around with the dates yeah. with all the different trick theaters. or treat is playing here, but on Halloween at seven thirty. Uh, oh, okay. And at 
Well, those are the, not the Galaxy theaters, so maybe it's different for the Galaxy. Theaters. Oh, maybe, yeah, because I was at the Galaxy. But but check your theaters where we are. Check would they show it on Halloween night? Nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna be home. No, no. They're not gonna go to the theater. Halloween's on a Monday this this year, though. So yeah. If you're not passing out candy, maybe I don't know. All right, what do I got here? What do you have? Trailers are up for HBO's The Last of Us series. Yes. Has anybody played The Last of Us? Oh, yes. You love that shit. I do. Um, It's difficult. It's a difficult game to play. It's very story-driven, which is cool. I like Hmm. that. Um, I wouldn't call it... It's not necessarily a zombie apocalypse. It's a... Jay, you've played that game. Yep. It's a bizarro infection kind of... Yeah, uh, a lot of people call them zombies... Uh, they're more like infected. They, yeah. Um, it. Um, I would liken it to a twenty-eight weeks later hmm. kind of a thing, where you have a situation where somebody is immune, and you got to get them to like the virus outbreak to point thing. B, to, so that her immunity can be studied and things hmm. like that. Um, they're they, like sound reactive. The infected have some weird things going on on their heads and it's 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 creepy hmm. yeah a, a quiet place really i i think stole a lot from uh, yeah i from would the agree. last of us I would agree uh, but i ain't mad at it a quiet place or the last of both us? of them did you watch trailers for the series i did what did you think oh i'm in i'm in too yeah i mean even though i hate that guy uh it was pascal um, yeah. yeah well i get I, I i understand where you're going. i don't like him cast as that as that particular character, and I just don't like him as a human. Okay. <laughs> um, I He's hot right now in Hollywood. I get that. Um, I refuse to follow anybody on social media, so whatever his yeah. views on whatever, I don't care, whatever. Um, I feel like that role was made for a Joel Edgerton, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like a, a dude that looks good with a beard. Like a huskier kind of a guy, you know? Yeah, That's I the- mean, he has some similarities. I mean, I'm not... I just think they could have found better. I know they could have. But, they, you know, they picked him because, yeah, he is... He's very... He is hot in Hollywood right now. He's the guy. He's one of those guys. Uh, AMC's Fear Fest. Fear Fest begins this week. I can't believe you never played that game, man. I have. All the way through. No, not all the way through. Okay. I get to, uh, I don't know... At a certain point, it's like you're watching a movie. You know what I'm saying? It's a great movie. It, it, it is, but there's like, okay, I can't beat this part, so now I have to watch <laughs> I have to watch this this 20-minute segment 95 times. I'm a like, geriatric with no video game skills whatsoever, <laughs> and I managed to get my way through it. Listen, sir, I can play three video games. One of them pretty good. The yeah. other Dead two, by Daylight. No. Leisure Suit no. Larry. I, I, suck, I suck a bag of dicks at Dead by Daylight. Ask Cowboy, he'll tell you. I can Mortal Kombat, I'm pretty good at. Um, Dead by Daylight, I play the shit out of. I get killed every goddamn time. Uh, unless I'm the killer, in which I kill absolutely nothing. Uh, and what is the other one? Um, oh, fuck me. I don't even play. Left for Dead. Oh, uh, Warhammer. There's a Warhammer video. Game. Oh, okay. And I play that on my computer. <clears throat> AMC. Um, yes, AMC's Fear Fest has begun. Nice. Mm. Now this used to be the jam. And this it used, used to be, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, now, folks, we have streaming services, and mm-hmm. we can 
if we so choose, we can pretty much make every day Fear Fest, even in the middle of December True. or July. So do you really want a watered-down version of uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, again? It's true. I mean, it's kind of cool because you get the little intros and outros and all that. But regardless, it's uh, it's going down. The Winchesters. You guys familiar with this? Not, uh, did a, you, not what, a story. Supernatural. Is it part two? This is the prequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Prequel oh. to Supernatural. Watched all but the last season. Of Supernatural? Supernatural. How long did that take you? Fuck. Dude, yes. It, it took a long, and I binged it. What is that like? 15? And it was weeks. <laughs> how many? How many seasons? I think it was fourteen or fifteen. Something I think like fifteen that. may have been the last one, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, it got very extensive. It was very long, and they're long seasons too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like nineteen, twenty episodes. Yeah. Uh, the Winchesters premieres October eleventh. Um, I don't know, man. Hmm. I'm into. I, I feel like what is that? The CW. Mm-hmm. They've pretty much hung their hat on Supernatural. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's uh, basically the only reason you're watching it is to wait, wait for one of those two guys to take their shirts off, right? I was always – I liked to watch it because Dean was always – I love Dean. Cracking wise. Dean was my <laughs> favorite and kicking the shit out of people. Oh, he's the best. Yes. Did you hear about the kid that got convicted of uh, – I think he got double life sentences – one of the actors on Supernatural, he played like some bit part down the road. Uh, recently, he got uh, um, convicted of killing his mom. Hmm. Some Canadian oh, I actor. heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't have anything to do with anything. I just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, the Witcher. Anybody up on The Witcher? Nope. Yeah, seen the first season. Okay. The Witcher movie, Blood Origin, premieres December. Uh, season three is going to hit uh, summer of 2023. Wow. And that's another long wait. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's another one based on a video game. I never mm-hmm. played the video game, so you, no. you guys played know? a little bit of it. Anything? Uh, I, <laughs> I turned into such a an unfun game for me because oh. um, with games where you gather like uh, parts, you know, and bits mm-hmm. and bobs and stuff. Yeah, uh, I have a hoarding mindset, so okay. my character ended up being like so slow. <laughs> yeah, every part. I'm like, well, let me throw in a third cauldron in my backpack. <laughs> Hey, I, I you're going to need that fucking cauldron <laughs> at some point. I didn't play very long. I get it. <laughs> uh, lastly, this is kind of interesting. Cloverfield 2 is now in production. Okay. Now, this is going to be a sequel to the original Cloverfield. Thank heavens. We're not going... To John Clo- Goodman. I mean, I like that one, but we're not going into Supernova or whatever the fuck, you know, astral right. thing. Uh, this is going to be a direct sequel to the original Cloverfield. Okay. Um, I'm interested. Massive mm-hmm. fan of the first one. Me too. Yes. Love that The first one. one was awesome. Yes. I don't know which way they're going to go. Could be found footage. Could be... Uh, I hope it's found footage. I like that. It was pretty good. There is so much weird like backstory that's not in the movie that like you got to like actually read up on about Slusho and its properties in Japan and how it like makes things grow at an exponential rate. Uh, man, I'm telling you, it's a deep, deep dive. Yeah, Slush Show is seen all through. Like, that's remember the brother's going to go to Japan to work for yeah. a company. He's going to go work for Slush Show, I believe. That was the guy, right? Yeah. So Slush Show is the company okay. that he's going to go work for. Slush Show makes this like uh, 
food or drink or additive or something okay comes from the ocean i believe okay but it has like super growth properties apparently okay that and there lies you know the cloverfield monster kind of came up from the ocean so it's theorized that like that was just a baby but because it was exposed to the slusho stuff that that's why it was so big I didn't know any. Oh man, mm. it's a deep dive. Oh shit. Dang. Okay, all right. And there's slusho references like throughout J.J. Abrams kind of movies and stuff. Really? Yeah. No shit. Look at that. I'm gonna look into that. Yeah. Fucking Tarantinoing Cloverfield. <laughs> I know you're a lore guy. I am. I love. And, I love some lore. And that that's a fascinating dive if you actually go down that route. Okay. And I, I, do I that. think he's even wearing a slusho t-shirt uh, in uh, the first Cloverfield. Okay. So, but the problem, and I, I don't want to dra- drag us off on some kind of a tangent, though, is that at the beginning, so theoretically, um, if I'm understanding this correctly, the monster in the original Cloverfield came out of the bottom of the ocean, correct? But at the beginning of the movie, we see the meteor mm-hmm. thing coming down. Yeah. So are we to believe then that the meteor woke it up or... I, I believe the common theory is that that was it, maybe an egg form or something like that, or coming from the sky, goes into the ocean, and then because of this slusho, slusho stuff that you don't, and you don't get this backstory at all in, no. the, in the movie. No. You, you have to go outside the movie to get, kind of get this. Okay. Um, but I think that would have gave a little more depth to where the hell this thing came from hmm. wow all righty interesting where'd you get all this at Slushy. the good old oh. interwebs, <laughs> the interwebs huh? all right well that's all we got on the horror news motherfuckers how about some listener mail oh yeah Listener mail. We got emails, voicemails, all kinds of fun stuff going on here tonight, boys. Let's start things off in London, England. Here comes the um, horse letter self, cats in the house. Subject line, matey. Ooh. Matey. Wow. I wonder who she's talking about. Probably ain't <laughs> me. <laughs> Evening, gents. I do hope everyone had a safe week. A quick vote for the Sawyers, as I agree they are the crazier group. Now, I was going to say, if you asked really nice, I might think about sharing the bribery. But you did mention that others get into your email, and we can't be corrupting the innocent minds. So for now, only one person there gets to see them. <laughs> I told you. She sent Cowboy a picture of her fucking boobs, and now uh, basically she's controlling Cowboy and how he votes. <laughs> I can be controlled, Cat, very easily. <laughs> it doesn't take much. It, it's amazing what a dick pic does for this guy. I tell you what, you show me a nice one <laughs> or a nice set. Nice watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for now, only one person gets to see them, though he might be persuaded to give you a quick glimpse when the adults are around. Have a safe and healthy week, cat. Beautiful cat. Thanks for writing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to put you down for the Sawyers. I have a feeling uh, this one is going to be a blowout. Jason, who do you think would win in a fight between the Sawyer family and the mutants in um, The Hills Have Eyes? 
Sawyers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, those guys are are they're mutants, which is cool, but they're like the depth of their mutation is one <laughs> really big guy, and everybody else is just ugly. They're not really. wielding chainsaws. Um, so no, not really. They, they have like cool bear traps and walkie talkies and um, pickaxes. A lot of pick mining implements mostly. Yeah. Sawyers have chainsaws. That's where that that's why I lean towards the Sawyers. All right, Kat, thanks for writing in, babe. And uh look forward to some of that email. You understand what I'm saying? My dick pic? Uh well I've already got your oh, dick okay. pic. I wear that in a locket. Have to <laughs> And we're naked right now. It's true. The sad thing <laughs> is that it fits in a locket to scale. <laughs> uh let's get back here to the cowboy. Here comes from uh, Reno, Nevada. It's the cowboy. Subject line spicy goodness. Hmm. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well. I made it in tonight. Educate. No clue. No clue? Really? This one was a layup, buddy. Uh, But it sounds like half a dozen different movies I've watched. So I'll probably cuss when you say what it was. Probably. Yeah. I don't know how you missed this one. Terra Dome. Have to agree with the Sawyers. They're crazier and smarter for the most part, I think. Funny that... Cat also voted for the Sawyers. Interesting. And oh. now Cowboy is also voting for the Sawyers. Maybe it was a right one the first time, the left one the second time. <laughs> Every time the blouse gets a little, a little bit lower, she yeah. does another button on the blouse. I see what's going on here, uh-huh. you fucking pervos. <laughs> I haven't watched much this week, but been gaming and working. I do need to add to my list from what you all mentioned, at least the good ones. Mm. Though I did get up to the candy dance in Genoa in, on Sunday and picked up some Carolina Reaper pistachios and cashews. They are awesome, and if I happen to catch Buddy at work again, I'll pass some for him to share. Cool. Back to the grind. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip. Cowboy. P.S. Cat has some amazing tits. Just saying. Ha-ha. <laughs> rubbing it in because I am the asshole like that. Rubbing it in or rubbing it out. Rubbing it off. Rubbing it off, yeah. Doing. <laughs> Though I will mention she does like the word please. Just a friendly hint. Very cool. Right on, cowboy. Thanks for writing in. Cat, please send me a picture of your boobs. There, I said it. Uh, sure I, buckled quick. <laughs> I did, right? I will make sure, I will, I will resurrect the goddamn um, Silent Hill nurses for you. I can do that. You That's can. That's my job. And that is all we have on the uh, emails. How about some voicemails here, dudes? All right. Let's kick things off in beautiful Southern California. Here comes the man, the myth. The legend, it's Mr. Tom Hardy himself. Hey, yo! Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? We're here. Well, I hope everyone is doing good. Uh, I had to call in. Sure. I'm actually going to be out of country for two weeks, so uh, I'm not going to be able to get my padded room fixed. But I definitely wanted to get in there. I'm actually going to be in England. So, oh, nice. Well, I don't chip, know. Just chip cheerio. go to any hospital, say, hey, I'm looking for the horror slut, a.k.a. cat. <laughs> if, I don't if think that's going to work. It's not a huge country, but I don't, I don't, don't think I can get away with that. So what I'm going to do, I think, I'll just have? go out to the moors uh, on a full moon. Oh, where the moors? And just hike through there. I think that'll work. I don't, yeah, that way yeah that sounds up. good. Anyway, uh, hope all is well, pattern room. Hope you guys have a great two weeks. Um 
I did want to get in on the regular shit, though. Okay. I believe Buddy said that Gonzo got AIDS. All right, Darian, you're going to have to switch it over. There's a new Tony Vicente award in the house. You're going to have to (laughs) give it up to him. No, that was me, Um, and it was I did want to get in on the uh, Terror Dome before I go. Okay. What do we got? The uh, Sawyers and the Mutant Cannibals. Correct. Um. You know what? I'm going to go with the Sawyers on this one. Attaboy. Love me some Bubba. Love the Hitcher, the Hitchhiker. Nubbins. Uh, nubbins. And uh, you know what? Something you got to say with them is hmm. they're smart enough to, to use tools. Whereas if I remember the uh, Hills Have Eyes, they were just savage fuckers. They but were. They didn't, they didn't even use like a knife or anything like I mean... Maybe a rock. They would set That's somebody on fire. I, you know what? Give me the Sawyer. Okay. Uh, on the educating department, I think you're uh, Devil's Reject. That a boy! Gotta be Devil's Tom Reject. Hardy. You got me. Fucking with me with those clues. No, you got me. Uh, making me think Devil's Reject. So That's what I'm going for. I don't know for sure. Uh, last thing, um, you had mentioned the uh, little hottie there in Night of the Demons. Which um, one? I can't remember her name. Franny. In the flick, yeah. but her name is Jill Tereshita. You yes. can also see a little more of her if you know what I mean in Sleepaway Camp Part 3. Ooh. Good Hitler can go on over there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, hope all is well. Love you like family, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. Thanks, Love Tom you Hardy. too, Tom Hardy. No <laughs> such thing as bad tit lurking. There is, I don't, I've yet to see a bad pair of boobs on a female. <laughs> I've seen some weird ones on males. Um, right on, Tom Hardy. Enjoy your time in England. Go hike the moors. Yes. Stop into the Slaughtered Lamb, if that's a thing. If there is not a bar called the Slaughtered Lamb, somewhere over there... Missed opportunity. It's up to us to go over there and open a bar called the Slaughtered Lamb. God or, damn it. or Tom Hardy, just open it. Do it, and we will join you, Tom <laughs> that's Hardy. That's right. <laughs> I've got a debit card right here with a... Fair to decent credit rate rating. I'm sure I can get approved for something. 75 bucks will go far. I tell you what, how many euros is that? Like <laughs> about three, 75. It's about, it's about, <laughs> I was hoping for like 350. <laughs> All right, let's get down to Alabama. Here comes Alan. Hey, hey Alan. Alan. What's up? What's up, uh, Alan? Give me the Sawyers. Sawyers and again. in mis- educating Mr. Darian, you're. Um, Devil's Reject. You are Sounds correct. Like specifically Otis Driftwood. Yes. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Beautiful. All you right. too, Alan. Thanks for calling in, my man. Uh, yeah, I thought that was an easy one. You know? Devil's Rejects. Basically, I had Violet pick who I was going to be, and she just looked at the poster directly behind her and said, you're the Devil's Rejects. And I said, okay, and started spitting clues. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Uh, I thought everybody was going to get this one, but apparently not. <laughs> Fine. Uh, that's all we got on listener mail, boys. You guys got anything for Cat, Cowboy, Alan, or Tom Hardy? That's it. Thank yeah. you all. Thank, Thank you, you everybody. Guys very much. Look forward to some of those uh, pictures, Cat. Please. Um, <laughs> please. Please. And uh, Tom Hardy, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. But right now, gentlemen, I feel like doing some shopping. Yeah. Let's go to the mall. Some shopping. It gives me great personal pleasure to share with you the new Midwood Mall. You kept saying you saw some guy. Yeah, I saw him. I don't know about you, but that sounds suspicious to me. 
What the hell are you waiting on, asshole? Go check it out. It's almost like a bad dream, you know? I think I know what's going on. Ready? Watch this. Phantom of the motherfucking mall, y'all. Eric's Revenge. It got 5.2 stars on IMDb. It's from 1989. Uh, directed by Richard Friedman. Written by Scott Schneed. Stars Derek Rydell, Jonathan Goldstein, and Polly Shore. The Polly Shore. I forgot he was in this. I remember seeing this when I was the younger. The Wheeze. The Wheeze. And, and then I saw him like... Oh, yeah, he was in that. I have never seen this movie before yesterday. Oh. Uh, Nor have I. It is something. I will say, I will say this. Um, he is very less Pauly Shore yes. than he normally is. But you could tell it was there. It's, it's almost like they told him to tone it down. He w- The Pauly Shore that we know was like lurking yeah. in the frozen yogurt a mm-hmm. little bit. But it wasn't like the full-on MTV yeah. fucks VJ, yes, yeah. Pauly Shore that we know <laughs> yeah. and most of us hate. I think we can all agree on that. Um, we are at the uh, the Galleria in Van Nuys. We've seen this mall many times. I've been there on a couple of occasions. Uh, Chopping Mall, uh, Phantom of the Mall, mm-hmm. uh, Commando. Remember Commando? Oh, yeah. We have that iconic scene of him... Um, throwing Sully off and then swooping down and landing on the elevator while the 90-pound security guard is chasing him like he's going to do something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, ladies, you want to see me kick some ass? You're about to get beat down by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> right. Um, this is where a lot of uh, movies, any movie that involved a shopping mall uh, from like, I don't know, 1980 to probably 1990. Three was yeah. shot, and you'll recognize a lot of these these uh, areas. We see that elevator again, and you'll recognize it as uh, the elevator that um, Barbara Crampton and um, Kelly Maroney jumped in in Chopping Mall right before uh, the fucking stupid robot got in there, and then they shot the propane tank on top of it and blew the whole shit up mm-hmm. in Chopping Mall. How dare you, stupid what mall robot? Was this? Those the what chopping mall? No, what mall? Oh, it's it's the uh, Galleria in Van Nuys. Oh, it's still there. Uh, I've been there a couple of times. Um, it doesn't look anything like this now. Really? No, it's go- been under- blown up too many times. Huh? No, no it, <laughs> I'm probably, but it's damn un- robots. It's, it's undergone <laughs> yeah. some serious facelifts. Uh, it's huh. still there. It's still a. I think it's a four story mall, five story. Wow. It's a. Uh, Last time I was there was probably 2009-ish. And, uh, like, the railings have been replaced. Um, They still have the glass elevators, but they've given them a pretty good remodel. Every storefront is packed in there. And Hmm. that's probably going to be the very last shopping mall to disappear from the face of the earth. All right, anyway... 
So, for the purposes of our story here in Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, the mall has just opened in a small, I think a small town, called Midwood. If it's small, boy, they got a big-ass mall. They do. Right? It's huge. They are really betting on this mall. This is almost... Build it and they will come. This is almost like eight-legged <laughs> freaks territory. Yeah. Where this motherfucking mall has to succeed or the whole town's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, it's huge. It's... Uh, the mayor is there. She's played by... Um, Farrah Fawcett? Farrah Fawcett. Mm-hmm. Who was still smoking hot oh. in 1989. So... As I'm watching this, I'm like, why did I ever think she was pretty? You didn't think so? I didn't think she was hot. I didn't think so either. I was like, oh my gosh, my dad had like a crush on this lady. She has weird, narrow, fox-like features. Well, this is is an older Farrah Fawcett. Oh. But this is, um, (laughs) and this just may be me and my boner talking from 1989. It is. But uh, that, that whole shoulder pad look. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was the you like your women with real squared off shoulders, and huh? Super teased hair. Yeah, <laughs> I need my ladies to look like a poodle, pretty much. <laughs> a Mad Max poodle is what I'm looking for. Farrah Fawcett Majors at one point, right? Wasn't that uh, Lee Majors old Lee lady? Lee Majors. Uh, God, she married like every third guy <laughs> in Hollywood. Well, she never did better than Lee Majors. Damn it! Right? Lee Majors still alive. He was in Ash versus Evil Dead for Christ's sakes. Um, I thought she was hot. Well, there you go. Maybe it's just me. It's okay. Uh, she's here. She's ready to open the, uh, the the big mall here in Midwood. Now, you'll recognize this place because, as I mentioned, this is the mall in Van Nuys, the Galleria in Van Nuys. This is where every mall scene in every movie was shot to include the entirety of Chopping Mall. And we'll recognize a lot of the locations where, like, Kelly Maroney uh, blew up the robot with the paint and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando swooped down and landed on the elevator. Same elevators. It's beautiful. Um, even the podium, because like we're having a big grand opening here. Even the podiums where um, the the mayor is like dedicating them all and all that. That was the same podium where uh, the security company was introducing the security bots in Chopping Mall. Yeah, it's like they just it's left like it up there. It's like they just left it up there, <laughs> saying, okay, we're done filming, you guys can come in now. And just Well, you know what it was, it's like, okay, and cut. Okay, everybody offset, new, new yep, team, go new right movie, in. Get in here. <laughs> we'll end the robot. Let's get it going <laughs> That's <on>. right. <laughs> now, something that I was a little, um, I don't know, I guess a little disappointed in this movie, is that I was under the impression that this was going to be a sequel to Phantom of the Opera. It is not. It has nothing to do with Phantom of the Opera at all. I would call it more of a remake. I mean, it's called Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Mm -hmm. So I was under the impression that I was going to be given some kind of a story about Eric, the original Phantom of the Opera. Yes, his name is Eric. Uh, Like somehow surviving down the decades and escaping france and making it to the new world and wow now he's under a, a mall <laughs> Jeez. That's, what, that's what i was hoping for jason harrell i thought i was gonna i was gonna do a deep dive on the lore of eric and i i really wish he was not named eric I, that, it just seems so it called, call it, him derek it played better in this than it did the original it's true i'll buy an eric in 1989 like eric just doesn't even seem like a real name back then no i need an erasmus or a, a Raz. I need a. Uh, it's too close to a Rouse. <laughs> okay, you fucking pervos. 
Keep it in your pants, will you? <laughs> all right. Anyway, so that's that's all well and good. From there, we're going to jump immediately to like the underbelly of the new mall, and there is a guy lurking about. If you ever have another child, it's Erasmus. Absolutely, I would, lo- I would love an Erasmus. Um, there's a guy lurking about, and a security guard stops him. And he's like, "Hey, you can't be down here." Apparently, there's like a whole set of catacombs underneath the mall here, and all kinds of tunnels and secret passages. And uh, the security guard's like, hey, you get out of here. And then the guy kills him, stabs him. You know, I'm all for a guy having, like, you know, a vendetta. Like sure. he wants to seek revenge for the wrongdoings in his life. Sure. What did this guy ever Nothing. do to him? Nothing at yeah. all. He's just no. picking off normies left and right. Yeah. And most most times, just guys doing their jobs. Yes. You know? And that kind of sucks. Well, he's butthurt. He is butthurt. He really is. And I, well, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> He is not fucking around, this dude. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, from, there, from there, we're going to cut to, in the middle of this dedication ceremony, there is a job interview happening at a bar and grill inside the mall called Sleuths, as if uh, some detective work is going to be happening at this bar and grill. It's <laughs> Sleuths. And our uh, our protagonist, a young lady by the name of Melody, has just uh, got herself as a job as a waitress here at Sleuths. And she has a best friend named Susie who works at some kind of a clothing store. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're really paying attention, you'll notice that the clothing store is the same clothing store that the hot blonde from Chopping Mall worked at right before she got blown up for having sex in the carpeteria. Uh-huh. So, it's all coming together, boys. <laughs> Somebody needs to do a deep dive, a lore deep dive on the Galleria and Van Nuys. <laughs> Because I think that there's a lot of shit going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all well and good. And they also have like a, a dude in the friend zone. And his name is Buzz. He's played by Pauly Shore. Yes. And he works at the Frozen Yogurt Yogurtorium or whatever. I saw a lot of places in here that I miss. Yeah. There was a Swenson's ice cream. You remember mm. that? Does anybody remember Swenson's no. ice cream? No? We had one at Meadowood Mall. We had a uh, Orange Julius. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember that one? Remember that one? Yeah. Um, we had one greatest name ever huh. back in a mall back east uh, called Frankenstein. Yeah? It sold hot dogs and beer. Nice. Wow. Greatest name ever. Nice. And more to the point, a place where we're, we're going to go to here in a few minutes, Sam Goody's. Was it electronics? Uh, see, uh, music, CDs. Music, yeah. mostly. Oh, okay. I spent many an hour. I don't, I don't think I don't know if we didn't have that on the East Coast or if I was just too impoverished to ever go to the mall that had one. Oh wow! <laughs> you couldn't even get into the mall. Yeah, it's hard to get out of the trailer park, you know. <laughs> I am so sorry, Jason Merrill. Us and our West Coast privilege with uh, Sam Goodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to meet Buzz. Buzz is constantly in the friend zone. And uh, I felt kind of bad for Buzz because he desperately wanted to get on any female in this movie. And none of them were interested. (laughs) They like Buzz. They'll hang out with Buzz. They'll scam some free frozen yogurt off him. But nobody's going to take Buzz out They just kept telling him to buzz off. They just kept telling Mm -hmm. him to buzz off. (laughs) I think it was because he kept putting fake ears in their frozen yogurt. That's not a good way. You're not going to win them over. You're not going to do it that way, Buzz. You motherfucker. Uh, so from there, we're going to cut to, uh, we're still here in the grand opening. Uh, the mayor 
uh, is walking around, and she's got a couple of reporters with her, and they're taking pictures as she goes, and she's, like, talking to people and taking pictures. Um, one of the reporters is a guy named Peter Baldwin, and we're going we're gonna to know this dude immediately as one of our heroes because he is way too good-looking to not be a hero in <laughs> yeah. 1989. Am I right? Yep. Was- he's got, like, the nicely gelled hair and the crystal blue eyes, and he's like, I'm a... I'm a photographer, and I'm going to take some pictures. Uh, the mayor's like, hey, ladies. She happens upon Susie and uh, Melody, and she's like, let's take some pictures. So afterwards, we get a little dialogue between Peter and Melody, and we find out that Peter remembers her from a fire that happened a couple years ago on the very property that they're now standing on. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was a neighborhood there originally, and the whole shit burned down mysteriously in one night. And he's like, hey, I'm really sorry about your boyfriend. Your boyfriend got burned up in that fire. And she's like, yeah, sorry. It's kind of a sore spot for me. They're walking and they're talking. And then they go to Melody's locker and she finds some orchids in her locker. Mm -hmm. Orchids apparently were the um, flower flower of choice choice between her and her boyfriend, Eric. Mm -hmm. Now... Like I said, I really wanted this to be a sequel. At this point, we can forget sequel. Mm-hmm. Because this is not the Eric that we know and love. The Lon Chaney Eric from the opera. And we're now in completely different 1989 com- consumer Eric. And he's purchasing flowers. And by the way, intermittently as we go through this movie, we're going to get an Eric training Van Damme montage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is fucking nuts on, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> He is hitting the heavy bag. Oh, yeah. He's got a full gym down there. The greatest there. thing, though, <laughs> is that he clearly is all about tone, not bulk. Because no. he's only, he's on that Nautilus machine or whatever, and it's like a single 10-pound plate. Banging him out. <laughs> Banging yeah. him out. It's all about rips, boys. That's it's all right. about rips. He's going to lean up a little bit. Uh, he's got himself like a Donatello staff, and he's doing ninja fucking moves with it. And he's doing, like, karate katas and all kinds of fun shit. Uh, That's all well and good. While that's going on, we're going to cut to our um, security control room, I guess, where we have Ken Foray, who's in this movie. Mm -hmm. Love me some Ken Foray. Bit underutilized in this film, but that's all right. This Uh, is tit-lurking central. Tit-lurking central. This is like a tit-lurker's paradise. Now, apparently, in 1989, dressing rooms did not have doors on them. Right. And if you were a young lady uh, wanting to try on some garments, you just went in and you took off everything. You stripped down butt naked, and then you tried on the the belt that you were looking for. (laughs) And there were also security cameras in these uh, tit-lurking dressing rooms. Yeah, make sure they don't take them. Absolutely. Because, you know, I mean, fuck, where are you going to put it? (laughs) Uh, So we have Ken Foray, who's like our security supervisor, and we have uh, one of his lackeys who's like, yeah, yeah. Jason, you remember the guy that bought all the porno off you in the Walmart? Yes. That that is the guy that was working at the Galleria. Yeah, give me that. That's a good one. Can I get the bag with the... uh, Just come with a sack. (laughs) (laughs) How much do you want for it? I'll double it. I'll double it. The owner of the place, who is our one of our token, token scumbags of the movie, comes in and he's like, you know what? There's a fucking sound coming out of the air vent. 
So go out there and check it out. So Ken Foray sends his tit lurker friend out there because he wanted the room to himself. Ken Foray is a bit of a lurker in training. <laughs> uh, he goes out there and he starts looking around. He's like, oh, shit, I don't know. And then he gets killed by our phantom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, while that's going on, we're going to cut back to our um, our young ladies. Now, they kind of have ingratiated their, themselves with the mall subculture in a weird way. Uh, they're getting to know people. We have Susie. I'm not going to call her a slut, but she's like the one that's like kind of uh, pushing Melody into being like, so they're looking at clothes and Melody's like, I got to save for college. And Susie's like, just buy it. You only live once, you fucker. And while that's going on, they finally get their first night off. Uh, Melody's walking to her car and out of nowhere comes a lurker in a ski mask. And he comes out and he's like grabbing her and he's, I think he was going to try to rape her on the hood of her own car or something like that. And in a very strange move, (laughs) of all the people that should pull up and help Melody, it's none other than the mayor herself. She's like, hey, what's that? But just before that, another, our phantom ninja jumps up on top of a a Mm -hmm. fucking news van or something like that. And shoots the attacker. He's like a mile away, too. I know. Don't ask. <laughs> He's very tall. <laughs> shoots, him, shoots him with a crossbow mid-rape. Now, in a former life, I was a bit of a marksman myself. And I can tell you for sure that when two people are involved in a tussle, you can't take the shot. No. Because there's a at least a 50% chance you're going to hit the person that you're trying to protect. Mm-hmm. Not when you're a ninja. But this guy is... Robin Hood. <laughs> uh, either that or uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead with that yeah. fucking crossbow. <laughs> Blast this dude right in the shoulder and he takes off running into the night. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point in the film, we're thinking to ourselves, our phantom is our hero. We love this guy. He's saving the girl and he's right. giving her flowers. But he's also picked off a couple of innocents. He has, which is not cool. Dumb. <laughs> it's not cool. You can't be doing that. Yeah. Un- socially unacceptable behavior. But at the same time, as as our story, you know, kind of fills itself out, we realize that there's much more nefarious uh, mm-hmm. things going on here. So from there, we're going to cut to the owner, who's our one of our token scumbags, and more to the point, his son, who is the scummiest scumbag in the movie. Now, yeah. you guys will recognize this guy as the coxman from uh, Friday the 13th, Part 6. Um. I can't remember his name, but he's got a very recognizable face, and... Uh, I don't know. He was fucking people in Friday the 13th Part 6. Did he have a bitch in earring? He did. And he got his face shoved into the trailer right after he had sex with the, uh, I think it was the sheriff's daughter, wasn't it? Something like that, as I recall. Anyway, he's a lurker. He's breaking into pinball machines. Uh, He's trying to hit on Susie, and Susie's like, the store's closed. Get the fuck out of here. And he's like, well, I think you're cute. (laughs) And she's like, great. Get the fuck out of here. And she's like, well... I think I think you look good in that dress and stuff. So come but, over here. But you look better out of it. Yeah, Dad shows up and he's like, "He was I, about to rape her." I told you to get the fuck out of here, will you? <laughs> You're ruining my reputation. Mm-hmm. So down comes Ken Foray and shows him out. After, of course, he didn't he open a beer on him or something like that. I don't remember. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> this kid's not going to last much longer. Uh, he's on his way out. Now, while all this is going on, our Phantom is making like a mixtape of 
Melody uh, going about her daily business at the mall uh, and like with a soundtrack attached to it and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's a little creepy. Very creepy. Now, this brings us to the point where uh, Melody goes home for the night and we get a lot of these nightmare. Well, they're not really nightmares. They're more like wet dreams. Wet dreams. <laughs> I would say. And it's uh, her boyfriend, her former boyfriend, Eric, that got burned up in the fire having sex with her. Good for Eric. Good for her. Uh, not good for us because we get the most blatant and obvious set of stunt boobs I've ever seen in my life. Absolute stunt. Those boobs. are complete and total stunt boobs. Yeah. Now I'm not. I'll, any boobs are good in a in a boob storm, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they were nice boobs, <laughs> but you you could try a little bit harder. <laughs> I mean, they're stunt boobs. It's fine. You could try to cover it up that they're stunt boobs. Should have said please. Uh, yeah, <laughs> please. Can I see your your boobs she was hot but yeah. anyway that's fine she reminded me of kelly from uh cheers kelly from cheers woody's girlfriend oh yeah mm. i didn't think of that yeah you're right i man. even looked it up to see if it was the same chick it's not her though no it's it? not no, of course not hmm. uh so that's kind of cool we get this romance story going on and now my friends adam or peter baldwin actually is on the case, and he is mm-hmm. determined to figure out what's going on. Uh, we're going to cut to um, the owner of the mall, the the token scumbag dude. Uh, I think it was security guard number two, the tit lurker. Uh, he got his face shoved into a ventilation fan, mm-hmm. and then the body drum, drops out of an air conditioning duct. We get a lot of air conditioning duct, a lot of duct lurking work. in yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. Now... I get it. That was a bit of a trope. Uh, a lot of air conditioning duct movings and goings ons. For those of you that were considering air conditioning duct lurking, <laughs> I can tell you right now those are not load bearing structures. <laughs> right. They are mostly made out of um, aluminum, I think, some kind of a alloy, and they are made to hold air. And that is it. Mm-hmm. You try to get it. Not air. even fat air. No. Really lightweight air. No. <laughs> Not made. I don't. I wouldn't trust my kids climbing around mm-hmm. in those things because they're going to collapse. Yeah. Anyway, dead body of uh, uh, Titlurker uh, mall cop comes crashing down onto his desk, and this is where we get the reveal that our scumbag mall owner that we already knew was a scumbag has a scumbag connection. Mm-hmm. And you know this dude is a scumbag because he's wearing shades, has the greased back mullet, mm-hmm. and the five o'clock shadow, and a dangling earring piece. Very dangling. Yeah. Yes. Now, uh, speaking of dangling earrings, when Melody was talking to Peter earlier, she's like, I don't remember anything about the fire except my boyfriend died, and there was a guy that threw gas on me, and he had a dangling earring thing. So, Okay. We know where this is going, right? <laughs> yep. We know exactly what's going on here. It's fine. Uh, from there, I'm going to make a, a somewhat long story short. Um, Melody keeps receiving mysterious gifts, mm-hmm. uh, dresses that she's looking at, flowers. Uh, I think she got a mix. Or no, she hit the jukebox and hers and Eric's old song started playing. And in the meantime, uh, more and more mall cops are dying. The kid, the scumbag kid from Friday the 13th Part 6, gets killed in a way that validates every fear I ever had as a kid of escalators, buddy. Now, I was I was not terrified of escalators. It was something about 
the the metal teeth yeah. at mm-hmm. the top and the bottom. Yeah. I was like, those motherfuckers are going to eat me yeah. at some point. It looked like they could hurt. <laughs> or if they caught your pants in a weird way, they were just going to suck you in and fuck, just turn you to shreds. Mm-hmm. Eric threw that lasso from like 400 yards away. Well, did you see the, the montage, Jason, of him... Doing the Donatello <laughs> yes. with the, the mop handle and all that shit. He was, he's a fucking ninja, dude. Yeah, he's got some bow staff skills. <laughs> he does have bow I'm staff good skills. good with a bow staff. Uh, lasso <laughs> skills. Uh, roundhouse kick skills. And can destroy a 10-pound plate. He will fuck up a 10-pound plate <laughs> like nobody's business. Hmm. Um, he basically kills the scumbag son using the escalator in a weird lasso noose kind noose, of a wear. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it probably snapped his neck. Yeah. Right? That's the best way to... Mm-hmm. Really, I think a good fart would stop an escalator. <laughs> right? It doesn't take... They all have the panic button at the bottom. And uh, I think if you just grab the handrail and yank on it, it'll right. stop the whole shit. <laughs> but for for the purposes of this movie... It's, they, a, it's a destroying machine. They are impromptu <laughs> guillotines. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens. Um Eventually, we get the showdown. The, the the sleazy mall, who is now a mall cop, he's like the the henchman of the the mall owner. I think we got a name of Chris for this guy. He's basically been named as one of uh, the the dead cops replacements, and he's now a mall cop. And he's walking around. Uh, Peter kind of is like, "Hey, this guy's got a." Uh, dangly earring because apparently nobody else other than him wore dangly earrings in 1989 I better get a picture of him so he gets a picture of him and shows it to uh, Melody was so stupid it was dumb it was blurry as shit <laughs> they, he got a picture of a mirror that was reflecting him mm-hmm. and Melody's like I think that could be him yeah. okay at one point the mall owner told earring guy he's like and can you take the earring off no no Okay. Committed to this earring, yeah. Well, the He's earring, all in on that earring. Mm-hmm. Earring guy is like the enforcer of the mall owner. And he's, we're going to find out, burned down the neighborhood to make room for the mall because uh, Eric's parents didn't want to sell their house. Right. So that's fine. Um, this, this is the culmination of the story is that Eric is the, um, he's all burned up and he wears half a mannequin face to cover his uh, burn scars. And he is trying to somehow communicate with Melody that he's still alive because Melody is still having sex dreams about him. Mm-hmm. So there's room there for a burnt up penis, I would think, in some form or another. And apparently it burnt his vocals too. Yeah, he's like, I'm Bane. I mean, Eric. You won't like me anymore. Hey, that charred wiener, that might give it some added girth, you know, with the scar tissue. That is disgusting. (laughs) If the blisters are still active. (laughs) Yeah. Ow! Yuck! Uh, So that's nasty. Uh, Make a long story short, Chris uh, is trying to kill Melody to tie up the loose ends because she knows that he burned down the neighborhood. We get a very ridiculous car chase scene through the parking garage, uh, which just turns into a complete and total demolition derby. Yeah. Wrecking every fucking car in the <laughs> Flipping garage. Flipping cars, exploding cars. Blowing them yeah. up, flipping them, sandwiching them, pancaking them. I think there was some cartwheels. Uh, Bigfoot chase uh, at... Um, Peter is there. He's trying to get uh, Melody out of there because they are surely falling in love. 
Because every horror movie made from 1973 to 1995 has to have an underlying current of a love story. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, luckily, though, uh, Peter gets knocked out. Chris captures Kelly, like at like after a party. Uh, Buzz and Susie do like a buddy cop move, <laughs> like a lethal weapon. They become buddy cops, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, hey we got to go find her because she's in big trouble." You Did know? you see who it was that um, got the crossbow in the shoulder? Yeah, I was so disappointed. <laughs> I felt like that was unnecessary. So uh, the day after the cross, the the parking lot attack. Uh, the the guy runs away in the ski mask, and he's got a crossbow in the shoulder. And you find out the next day it was the piano man. <laughs> Happy Luigi the is pianist. out. Yeah. It was out <laughs> raping chicks in the uh, the parking lot. I find that very hard to believe. But he gets taken. I think he was paid to scare. Is really what that was. You think that's what it was? Yeah. That okay. And that might be a thing. He was very rapey. Or he, he might have just <laughs> been horny, horny Luigi <laughs> instead of happy Luigi. Uh, unfortunately, he goes to the bathroom and he's like, ah, and then he takes his tuxedo jacket off and there there's a big is. blood stain. Mm-hmm. And then a fucking King Cobra. Eric fed <laughs> oh, a cobra man. up through the pipe where this guy was taking a power dump. <laughs> so two two questions. One what happened to all of that toilet water when Eric removed the cabinet? <laughs> and why didn't Luigi notice? Two, I assume that Eric is mostly restricted in his purchasing habits to the mall. I would assume. What pet store is selling fucking cobras? King cobras. <laughs> the most venomous snake on the earth, as far as I know. <laughs> uh, but the, the best part of this sequence is Luigi is there, and for some reason... He has his his uh, jacket over his lap as he's taking a shit. Mm-hmm. The King Cobra comes up between his legs, and you get a boner-esque sequence <laughs> of the Cobra raising the jacket up as Luigi's mm-hmm. taking a dump, slash changing the bandages on his uh, fucking crossbow wound. Mm-hmm. And for a second there, you're thinking, Luigi's having a really good time changing his bandages. <laughs> and then King Cobra strike to the ball sack, and Luigi's now out of the equation. Uh, I, that's, that wasn't fair to Luigi, I don't no. feel. Anyway, uh, the whole thing culminates in this big, uh, chase between Eric and Chris, the scumbag. Uh, Lu- uh, Eric takes him down with a roundhouse kick. That <laughs> yeah. dude can throw, like, roundhouse kicks so fast. Well, you saw the training montage, I did. right? I mean, he was doing all <laughs> kinds of fun shit there, Jason. Uh, knocks him out, clean. Uh, Chris wakes up and they're like in a weird trash compactor room mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Uh, big fight goes down. Uh, Melody is out cold for all of this. Um, while that's going down, they're going back and forth trying to decapi- decapitate each other in the weird trash guillotine, whatever the fuck that thing is. Uh, while that's going on, Peter comes to up in the parking garage. He's like, huh, what's the fuck? Hey. So he runs down and gets a hold of Buzz and Susie who commandeer the uh, security room and start looking at videotape. And they find Melody's keys in a hallway, like a service hallway, outside of the bar and grill. So they go running down there, and this part doesn't make any sense, but I'm not one to nitpick Phantom of the Mall, Jason Harrell, Eric's (laughs) Revenge. They go down there and find her keys, and they immediately think, 
Well, this air conditioning duct right here is propped is, open. This propped is probably where what happened, despite the fact that that's not actually what happened at all. Right. So they get to climbing around down in the air conditioning ducts, doing like a John McClane diehard mm-hmm. situation. Should we go this way or this way? I don't know. How about you take your shirt off? Oh, I don't think so. So and then eventually they come to like. Oh, okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Hang out with me in, on this because this is going to get very weird here for <laughs> yeah. a second. So, um, good news. Eric manages to beat the shit out of Chris and decapitate him in the weird trash compactor. He then takes Melody down to the weird catacomb sex dungeon slash Melody shrine that mm-hmm. he has. Which is a very cool 80s AV video wall yeah. with a sound system and a home gym it's it's at, for being underneath the mall. It's actually quite the bachelor pad. Yeah, right. it's kind of like the light, the Lost Boys uh, cave, a little bit with a yeah. little more tech. For some reason, I, I saw this and I immediately thought of the appointment, the apartment in uh, uh, Coming to America after they pimp it all out, and it's got like the hot tub in it and the, all the neon lights and all that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> she comes to and she's like, "Oh my God, Eric, it's you!" And he's like. Yes, it's me. I survived. I wanted. I said we would always be together. Remember I that? I lost my vocal cords. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my voice box. Uh, and she's like, oh, Eric, I'm so happy to see you. And then this is about the time that Put Peter. Put for me. <laughs> <laughs> Peter comes down. And he's like, oh, I found you. Yeah. Uh, Melody is like, ah, you're, you're, you're a bit of a. You're a bit of an ugly fuck. <laughs> kind of a hideous beast. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can do this with you, Toxic Got to be honest. I'd rather bang Rocky Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Eric Stoltz Rocky Dennis. <laughs> oh. Not fucking Nightbreed Moonhead <laughs> Rocky Dennis. <laughs> but a reasonable facsimile there, too. <laughs> She's like, I'm kind of in love with this reporter guy now. Sorry, I know that you died for me technically and you're hideous and you beat up a bunch of guys. And but shot. he and I have had four scenes together. We have. We're in love. And I mm. sort of had a half-assed sex dream in it with him and then the scumbag guy that you just killed. Uh, regardless, I can't. I can't even anymore. And he's like, ah! Ah! So he locks her in this fucking dungeon thing and goes taking off, presumably to kill Peter, I think. Uh, what he does instead, though, is apparently he's got the whole mall wired with explosives. Because after buying a King Cobra from the pet store, he went to the C4 store. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is, you know, they have Bought that. some plastic explosives. They have that. It's on the third level. That's what oh. it is. <laughs> got to have a little access card to get up there. <laughs> so he sets the timer on the explosive for 30 minutes. Now, do you want to blow this place up or not? Right. Because a half hour is a long time to do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to blow up a mall with you in it and everybody else, it's really just pull the trigger. Anyway, about this time is when uh, Buzz, Polly Shore, and Susie uh, come out of the fucking uh, air conditioning ducts and they're like, oh, we got to steal this motorcycle with a sidecar <laughs> and warn everybody. Somehow they find out about the explosive. Uh, and they gotta go warn everybody. So they go hauling ass around. They find the mayor, and they're like, "We gotta get everybody out of here because this is explosive." And the mayor pulls a gun on them, 
And this is where we get the big twist mm-hmm. that the mayor was in on the property scam and she's going to make a lot of money on the mall. The mall has to succeed or she's going to be fucked. And uh, she was in on that, the house burning also. Nasty. Terribly corrupt, this mid Midwood town, whatever it is. Uh, from there, uh, we get another fight as Peter comes upon the um, jail cell or whatever it is of Melody, gets her out of there. Eric discovers that. And mm-hmm. then we get another fight between those two. We get uh, that scene that happens all the time where... Um, I guess this is kind of more in the vein of a Phantom of the Opera where she's like, no, Eric, I love him. Uh, and then Eric's like, your happiness is more important than mine. And then he lets them escape with Polly Shore and Susie. And then the everybody else gets out. Is this before or after chucking the mayor through a window? Oh, yeah. Straight bench press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla press slam. <laughs> Through the window. Yeah, so before the place blows up, Eric wants to kill, like, the the people that have wronged him himself. Mm-hmm. So he goes straight to... It wasn't the mayor, it was the owner, wasn't it? No, he he threw Fair uh, Falsehood Was it? I could have swore it was the owner. He kills the owner, too. she landed on a big spike yeah. down at the bottom. How did he kill the owner? Didn't he set him on fire or something yeah, like that? Yeah, there was a... Because there's this pesticide That's or right. lawn care store <laughs> that has... Get, like tanks of explosive fuel, of course, and a weed like flamethrower, as you will find in most malls. Most malls, mm-hmm. of course, next to the, the explosive plastic. It's in the uh, Al Qaeda section. <laughs> Al Qaeda <laughs> shit that will blow other stuff up. That's where that's where that is. Uh, sets the um, uh, owner on fire. Does a gorilla press slam from the third floor on the mayor. She gets impaled. Um, and then they make their big escape, blows up the whole mall, mm-hmm. and uh, Eric is inside when it goes up because he doesn't want to live without Melody, and that's pretty much the end of your movie. What did you guys think of Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge? It was silly. Silly? <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Jay? I have a question. Who I... buried, supposedly buried Eric? There was no burial. I mean, there but was there was an empty coffin. Just, yeah, it was empty. But who but it, who went through that process? So how more to the point? How do you get through a funeral, um, a viewing, a wake without a body? That's my point. At some okay. So so how did no one through all of this time not realize that there was no Eric? Probably paid somebody off. Okay, so let me just play devil's advocate here. Devil's advocate. I'm a fan of man. Hooah! Uh, his parents died in the explosion, the house fire, right? Mm-hmm. So, presumably, he has no family. Um, Melody would be the only one there to identify the body, which she could have done pre, uh, you know, funerary process. And then at that point, assuming well, okay, but then I that, guess they could have said there were no remains to be found, or they were horribly disfigured in the fire. So closed casket. But more to the point, at some point, somebody's going to pick up that coffin and be like, "Yeah, hey, <laughs> this is about 190 pounds short, don't he's, you think?" He's probably ash. Or yeah, there is that. Not that I'm making excuses for Phantom of the Mall, but I could see how that might at be the very thing. end it is. I kind of opened up yes, a little it bit. Did. Yeah, I thought it did. Waiting for that sequel. So, <laughs> so Eric's revenge, 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 the revenge of the revenge. 
Um, I would call this a remake of Phantom of the Opera. It's not a sequel. Uh, it's a very loose remake, obviously. What do you guys think? I would say it's a, um, a modern take on uh, commercialism. And uh, <laughs> no, it's definitely a reboot. But what's even stranger... In a different location. ...is the exact same year there was an actual remake of Phantom of the Opera release starring Robert England as the Phantom, mm-hmm. which was actually not a bad show. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. Maybe this was some kind of a cash grab to maybe ride the uh, success Probably. of that in a weird way. Um, it's very nostalgic. It's it, fine. It's, it's very 80s. It is very 80s. It's... Uh, completely ridiculous but yeah. it i mean it had me laughing there dude were, th- those training montages who, those oh roundhouse who, kicks look at him go van damage the like military pressing her oh, through yeah. a window oh yeah the cobra biting the guy's cock off <laughs> I, I mean there's just so much absurdity the car chases the, of course the mile away crossbow shooting i mean there's so much to enjoy I appreciate the dedication of Ken Foray in this film. I like this movie for every reason they didn't intend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. This is this is back apparently there was a time at some point in recent history where mall cops could actually fuck you up if they caught you stealing. Um I don't Before remember. HR stepped in. Well, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember this time because I've stolen plenty of shit from Meadowood Mall in my youth. So there's that. Um, I was asked not to come back. I came back anyway and stole more shit. Take that, society. But there, but there was a time when I think mall cops could, like, you know, at least throw you against the wall and take the shit back. Well, mm-hmm. the, their last guy, I mean, he, he had actually a had a gun. He had a gun. I kind of he... felt bad for him because there's, like, a lady... Like shit's going, shit's hitting the fan. Somebody right beside that guy says, "Someone call the cops!" And you just know that the guy was like, oh, "I got a gun." Yeah, I'm no. somebody too. He <laughs> he saw a lethal weapon too. He's like, "No time for backup. I'm going in." Mm-hmm. It's if Carl Winslow can do it. So can I. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I I was really hoping this would be a sequel to Phantom of the Opera, and it would somehow. Tie in. Uh, I just assumed it was a play on the original. Okay, yeah. so. all right, that's fine. You know, I'm I'm okay with that too. Uh, it's silly. It's very 80s. It's got uh, the Van Nuys Galleria in it, which is it's always fun to go back there in movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like today, but uh, I know it's still there and it's still operational. So there's mm. that. Um, I say check it out. Why not? See young Polly Shore. You have a Polly Shore. At his least, Polly Shore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of Polly Shore, but I felt like he was actually trying to do some acting in this movie. In other movies, he's just being Polly Shore. What was that one where he joined the army? In the army. In now. the army. Yeah. yeah he's just Polly yeah. Shore. <laughs> Jury duty. Jury duty. Uh, Biodome. What is that? Steps? I love Biodome. Oh, fuck your face. That's one of my favorites. I can watch that over stoner. and over. Is he in Encino Man? Yes. Yeah. He is. That was the big selling point. That's a good movie. A, a Brendan Fraser's all right. Yeah. Was that Sean Astin? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, inmates. We're going to take us a little break. Come back with some other stuff. 
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Phantom of the Mall. Hmm. If I had to pick a place to be a phantom of, I think it would be a 1980s mall. It doesn't get much cooler than that. And that's just not speaking from nostalgia. But if you had to actually, like if I was a ghost and I had to haunt a place, haunt the mall. Why wouldn't you? You got people changing their clothes. You got naked chicks. You got movies you can watch. Maybe a video game arcade. You could be a ghost in the machine for a bit. You know, Mm -hmm. check that shit out. Fuck up the uh, air hockey table when nobody's around. Yeah. Where else would you want to haunt? Where else would you want to be a phantom of? Porno theater, maybe? No. <laughs> no, no. You're going to no. get stuck to the floor. <laughs> um, what else? Maybe, well, maybe a movie theater. Still going to get stuck to the floor. Um, that's about it, really. Yeah. I'll, right? ta- I'll take a mall. Malls, yeah, but you, mall want like a, you want like a mid to late 80s mall. You know what I mean? You oh, go to the mall. Sure. You go to the mall today, it's like all custom t-shirt stores, weird souvenir places. Knockoff mm. perfume kiosks. Yeah, the kiosks with the pushy salesmen. Fuck those guys. You know? Go to a 1980s mall that had yeah. like a like a weird diner in the middle of it for no mm-hmm. reason. That was always busy for some fucking... Somehow. Because you know the food sucked. But <laughs> you're walking around shopping, all of a sudden you're starving to death. You what got, do you do? You got to go to the weird diner in the middle of the mall. Mm-hmm. All right, dudes. You guys ready to get into the Terror Dome? Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's get it on. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. To the Terradome. First, last week's winners, gentlemen. We had the Sawyer family versus the uh, mutants from The Hills Have Eyes. Drayton saw the signs long before the traps were sprung. A quiet stretch of lonely desert road, no civilization for miles, and tire tracks ending in nothing. An ambush he would have been proud of, but dogs will hunt. And that... With that, Bubba and Nubbins had the scent. Nothing would keep them from the trappers and a good meal. With an 11-0 win, the Sawyers advance over the 
mutants from The Hills Have Eyes. I like that. Very we'll good. That. Wow. That doesn't sound like a camera. That's like a weird... It sounds like... Almost like a violin. Like, uh, you know, you can, you can pull a bow across a saw and... Yeah, something like that. Almost kind of sounds that way. Which would make more sense. I don't know. All right, let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Google it. Google the saw twang. Yes. The saw violin bow thing. Uh, we are in the Asylum Conference, round 12. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. 245 Trioxin was loose and spreading like wildfire. It started with two halfwits attempting to conceal a crime in a medical supply warehouse and quickly leapt to the nearby cemetery. Now most of the American South was covered with the walking dead. The violence and the conflict was what caught the attention of the hunters. But what brought them to the planet to Planetfall was anomalous behavior of the, of the combatants. They watched astounded as one faction of humans gave off no heat signatures, took damage that would have and should have incapacitated them. <laughs> you like this? <laughs> Fucking half-wits. Half-wits. <laughs> <laughs> you like the half-wits, huh? Oh, it's got me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and yet continued a relentless attack. Each living warrior that fell immediately switched sides and began attacking his former comrades. The behavior had to be studied and cataloged by the Predator tribe. Team's competition, we have the Predators versus the Return of the Living Dead zombies. How else would you describe the two knuckleheads in the warehouse? Other than half-wits. What do you think, Jason? Uh, uh, Give me the the Predators. Uh, Okay, buddy. Predators, definitely. I'm taking the zombies. Of course you are. Because they're already dead. And yes, there are, you know, cool net contraptions that can, like, cut them into shreds. But when you're dealing with an undead wave. So my problem here is that <clears throat> I I instantly was thinking standard zombies. Okay. So headshot dead. Sure. These are Return of the Living Dead zombies. Correct. Can't kill them. But you can... Get rid of them. You can blow them to. You can blow them to smithereens, and the predators can do that. Very true. Very true. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm staying the Return of the Living Dead zombies. That is your Terra Dome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's the Return of the Living Dead zombies versus the Predators. Get us your votes by next week if you can. The Mental Health Hotline is area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five. Email is the Padded Room two thousand eleven at hotmail uh, you don't have to email us your votes. You can email us pictures of things if you choose, please. Uh, you can ask us for relationship advice. You can send us whatever you want, except for you, Derek. And you know what you did. <laughs> and I'm not taking any more of your crap or your emails or your phone calls until you at least apologize, Derek. God damn it. From St. Louis. Uh, in the meantime, kids, it's time for a little what are you looking at? Is that the one that sent the picture? We'll talk about it later. (laughs) What are you looking at? (laughs) 
Oh, I you, can't, you get, can't fucking get over half wits out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> they really are half wits. They are pretty dumb. <laughs> It's not, oh, that, it's not fucking, that funny. But Jesus. those guys are fucking legends, man. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, Bert. <laughs> God damn it, Frank. Be a man. Uh, how about As Above, So Below from 2014? You guys seen this one? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a good show, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I like it. Found footage. Parisian catacombs. Mm-hmm. Is there a scarier environment on Earth? I submit that there is probably not. Especially if your flashlight goes out and you're all fucked up and, oh, yeah. you know, skulls and shit everywhere. Who knows? I did watch Raven's Hollow from 2022, which was one of the movies Buddy brought up in mm-hmm. horror news. Um, it's a good Halloween movie. It's very PG rated. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. It's full of uh, Edgar Allan Poe little Easter eggs and calmly mentions and things like that. It's all right. It's got some cool special effects cool. in it. Uh, and lastly, The House on Sorority Row from 1982. Now, I had intended to watch this one and then immediately watch the remake, Sorority Row from 2009. I didn't get around to Sorority Row from 2009, but I will tell you this. Sorority Row, Row from 2009, much better than the original. Uh, the original is good if you're just looking for TNA and uh, chicks with their boobs out running around. <laughs> Which is fine. It's 1982 boobs, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the the movie <laughs> 1982 boobs are much different from 2009 boobs, sir. I'll tell you right now, there's a level of perkiness. Yeah, there's a level. You of get a lot more hangers. Fullness. You know what I mean. Larger areolas. Back then, they were much more natural, as they say. Mm-hmm. These the I'm just saying. As a, bo- a bit of a titlurker connoisseur, yes, if I may. Yes, you may. Uh, <laughs> the volume of boob on today's boobs is much more gratifying. It's it's a standard slasher, you know. Sorority chicks getting butchered. The the backstory is very simplistic in the original. In the remake, you have a whole crime cover up kind of a thing going on. I found that much more appealing. I'll just leave it at that. That's all I'm looking at, Jason. What do you got? Uh, rewatch the green room. Good one. Oh yeah, very good. Still just as solid as it was before. Yeah. Rewatched uh, the director's cut of Doctor Sleep for probably the sixth or seventh time. Like three hours that one, right? Yeah, I can't get enough of that. I don't. I absolutely love that movie. How do you <laughs> love that one but hate the original Shining as much as you do? There's a lot more going on. There is, but I mean, like part of the beauty of Doctor Sleep is all of the callbacks to the original Shining, in my opinion. You don't yeah, think so? Well, I don't have to see them painfully reenacted. Painfully. I just see them <laughs> called, back, called back to. You act like somebody's got you in a hammer lock <laughs> while you're watching. <laughs> right. ah, turn it off. Ah. Uh, the, the pacing is, it's about the pacing. I it, get it. Yet I can watch Rosemary's Baby. So I, funny I that. I'm, uh, an, I'm an enigma. What fair enough. Hmm. I, I did watch uh, the 2021 Wrong Turn. Okay. What'd you think? I uh, had never seen that. Um, so that movie started out uh, infuriating okay. because they had covered every, like, uh, like they had, like, uh, white haters. Uh, you know, they were calling everybody hillbillies, mm-hmm. uh, mansplaining assholes. I mean, like, you name it. Right. They really covered the whole spectrum yeah. of 
all the societal societal wrongs of the world. Luckily, all of them died. So uh, <laughs> it turned into a movie that it was pretty good. You know, okay. um, it was worth watching. I think I like it better than the first wrong turn. Wow. Okay. Well, I really didn't like the first wrong turn. I loved it. Um, I've only seen it once. Can't really recall it too much. So maybe okay. maybe it's worth revisiting. But but once you kind of got past. I thought this was going to be another uh, like Black Christmas type scenario, yeah. where there was like a big agenda push. Um, but luckily, <laughs> they picked all of those people off early on. Very cool. That's it, buddy. I uh, got to watch the first episode of Dahmer. Okay, uh, pretty good. He yeah. definitely plays him really well. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, um, and I saw Don't Worry, Darling. Okay. Not really much of a horror movie. It's more like mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery, drama, okay. suspense. Definitely suspense in there, but I wouldn't call it horror. So, in the one conversation that I had with Jeremy Renner, I opened up with, dude, 28 weeks later. And he was like, yeah, right? And I was like, did they set you on fire? And he's like, no, it's a stunt double. Come here, I want to tell you. And then we started talking, and I'm like, but you is Jeffrey Dahmer. And that was when the conversation ended. <laughs> because he played Jeffrey Dahmer right. in a movie. Uh-huh. And as soon as I brought that up, he was like, yes, yeah, it's cool, whatever. And I was like, all right, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I, it's I, a sore subject. Yeah, I think so. I don't know what happened there, but all of a sudden he was like, well, that's fine. Okay, all right, I'll just be on my way then. <laughs> I'll be shagging off. All right, I'll go ahead and fuck myself somewhere. <laughs> Right on, man. I'm I'm looking forward to the Jeffrey Dahmer show. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested in that because I'm gay for Evan Peters, obviously, and you will see him kiss a guy, of course. Like oh, we've seen that before. Yeah, anybody yes. that's watched an episode of American Horror Story just, that yeah. happens a lot on a regular basis. Yeah. there's that. Right on, dudes. Uh, how about a little immersion therapy? Yeah. Yeah. Immersion therapy. Dave makes a maze. What'd you guys think? I loved it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Jay? I didn't get a chance to finish it. I started it today. <clears throat> had way too much Halloween and soldering to do. So, uh, so I, but I was interested. I'm invested. I'm actually going to finish it up. Um, solid premise. What killed it for me was the fucking whininess of Dave. If he launched into one more diatribe about how he never finishes anything, oh, I no. would like to fucking choke slam him through the maze right back into reality. That would you know be what I mean? amazing. If he just <laughs> would just shut the, I never finish anything. I start all these things and I never, then fucking finish something already. What is your problem? You know what the problem is. Now fix it. Mm-hmm. And he's so mad, I guess, at himself. But he's taking it out on everybody around him because he never finishes anything. I hate guys like that, man. I hate it. I fucking hate it. I'm addicted to porn. If I could just stop watching. Oh, then stop. Then fucking stop. You know what the problem is. Fix it, motherfucker. I don't know, man. If a lot of the... Uh, the the monologuing could be cut back in this. Yeah. 
Solid premise. Guy makes a weird uh, cardboard fort and then gets lost in it in his own living room. And uh, he brings all of his friends and his wife. His wife comes home and she's like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> Very realistic, that part. Yes, like, all right. Get out of the box. Get out of there. <laughs> Can't, I'm lost. Just stand up. I am standing up. Um, kill scenes I liked. Solid premise. I like the kill scenes. I like the Minotaur. I like the, you know, just the, the cardboard maze. I thought yeah. that was cool how they set that mm-hmm. up and all the turns and the traps and all that shit. Um, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it again because I just can't stand Dave. And I want to choke him. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I, the Franklin effect. It is the Franklin effect. That's exactly right, Jason Harrell. <laughs> Speaking of the Franklin effect, I have a question for you. you we've all seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. right? Franklin, uh, once they get to the house, has something sticking out of his mouth. Okay. He's looking at the... the um, mural or whatever it is that was written in blood by nubbins and he's got something sticking out of his mouth what is it Mm -hmm. did he pick up a piece of straw or something on the way that's what i'm asking you oh Uh, i don't know i don't know no okay well there's a lot of i've this i always know what that scene's about to turn into right so i start tuning out so that (laughs) has vexed me for a while and i've done a bit of a deep dive a lot of people say it could be a sausage because it looks like a sausage, and that scene immediately follows them picking up barbecue at the gas station. So it's it's large? It's large and it's brown. And to me, it looked a bit like a sweet potato. Okay. I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. I don't know what it is. A lot of other people say it's an unlit cigar. Hmm. I'm curious as to what your thoughts might be okay. on what the hmm. fuck is in his mouth. Yeah, that it's playing on a loop on, uh, I think, Pluto. Okay. And um, so I... Just leave the living room TV blasting through either Shutter TV or Pluto, and the same like five movies that they both recycle. And damn if I didn't walk into the living room today, and there's fucking Franklin. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you see how I turned my head before I did yeah, that? Yeah, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. All right, buddy, what do you got for us this week? All right, this week, let's check out 2022's Moloch. This is about Beatriek that lives at the edge of a peat bog in the north of Netherlands. When she and her family are attacked by a random stranger one night, Beatriek sets out to find an explanation. The more she digs, the more she becomes convinced that she is being hunted by something ancient. And you'll find this gem on Shudder. Very cool, inmates. Check that shit out. We'll do the same thing and compare notes next week. In the meantime, you must now educate me, my friends. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am on the run somewhere in the deep south Texas, I believe, uh, 1970s. I've done some fucked up shit to include killing a policeman. And now his somewhat psycho brother is hunting me and my family. And I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to use all my contacts to include a pimp, a possible chicken fucker, a crazy clown, and some other nutsacks along the way. 
uh, to help me get out of here. I hope I can pull it off before he catches up to me. I am, of course, the devil's rejects. Of course. Uh, but of course. Of course. Who else would I, could I possibly be? Uh, you, guys, you guys have seen Devil's Rejects. Oh, right? yeah. Is there a better sequel other than The Godfather Part 2? <laughs> um, boy. And by that I Terminator mean... Terminator 2? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might be right on that one. Terminator 2 is a good one. Um, as far as horror movies go, I submit that there is not. Hmm. I could be wrong. Annabelle... Definitely gets stronger. Yes. Ouija gets stronger. Those are both based on the weakness of the originals. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. I'm just going to put that out there. All right, inmates. Who might I be this week, you ask? Good question. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is pledge night. And it also happens to be Halloween night of all all the nights for this this to, to fall on. Uh, me, I'm a hot, young, 18-year-old girl who happens to also be mechanically inclined, for some reason, buxom at that. Uh, my job, if I'm going to get into the sorority of my choosing, is to spend the night along with two pledges from our brother sorority and a fellow sister pledge of mine in a long-abandoned, um, true crime house slash mansion which may or may not be haunted may or may not have a uh, psycho climbing around in it or a mutated son of former aristocracy and uh, it also may be populated by some uh, horny frat boys that are looking to scare the piss out of me so that I don't get into my sorority who might I be you ask tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on you in the meantime inmates I think that's about it for us Uh, join us next week for the Pale Door here in the Padded Room Witch Month for October. Uh, this is a little something of our own device, and we will be bringing you witchy movies to kind of complete and fall in line with the Halloween spooky season. Um, other than that, I think that's all we got. You guys got anything else on the week? No. That's it for me. Excellent. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. We do have a Patreon link. You can find that link at support.paddedroompodcast.com. Good, man. Good <laughs> I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. Or you can find any information about us that you need to know at paddedroompodcast.com. Uh, in the meantime, for Monica and Absentia, fucking horny cannibals in the desert that might catch you, might eat you, might have sex with you, might try to continue their disgusting um, whatever the fucking hills have eyes cannibals were looking to do breastfeed they might breastfeed from you buddy (laughs) you got a nice rack on you they might just get down like that Um, video games are being adapted to HBO series Um, fucking 1980s shopping malls and the Van Nuys Galleria Holy Shore May it live forever. <laughs> Fuck Polly Shore. <laughs> and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week. I want to know how to survive Why don't the skeletons go trick-or-treating? Because they have no body to go with. <laughs>